Show. Cody York joins us right now with Chick Fil A Breakfast Team phone line. Good morning, Cody. How are you? I'm good. How are you guys doing? Hey, we're doing well. Doing well, Cody. Uh, we've had a little snow over here. You guys are getting hammered over there, aren't you? On the front range. Uh, you know, like I said, you know, I, we got a decent amount of snow outside, but it's still snowing right now. I don't think it's going to be too bad, though. But then again, you know, it's Denver. Oh, actually, you know what? It actually, yeah, it is kind of deep. So never mind. I lied. <laughs> You're going to go out and build a snowman, maybe a, a snowman <laughs> of who you think will be the Broncos' next head coach. Will it be a Dan Quinn snowman on your front yard? Oh, probably not. I'm not sure I'm going to do that. I think... <laughs> You know, anytime it's snowing like this, I usually like to stay inside. I don't blame you. Go out, so I'm just going to do that today. Yeah, just do that. Just stay inside. We'll talk about who the Broncos might be hiring. They uh, went out to Los Angeles yesterday, Greg Pinner and company, to interview uh, Sean Payton. Also to interview Raheem Morris, current Rams defensive coordinator, former Tampa Bay Bucks head coach. And so with uh, Sean Payton, who was on Colin Cowherd on, on Monday, caught uh, that interview uh, that, that Sean Payton did with Colin Cowherd, he says that the compensation that the that the Saints want, it's it's been pretty much locked in to what what he thinks that they're going to be asking for. Uh, in in terms of of Sean Payton, were things set right now in the the conversation that the Broncos had with Payton yesterday? Do you see? Yeah, you know, I, mean, I mean, you guys, I know you haven't really picked a favorite in this. Where do you see things right now with Sean Payton? Yeah, you know, I think right now with Jim Harbaugh bowing out of it on Monday, I honestly think that when you look at every candidate, Sean Payton right now seems like the most sense. And, and NFL Network's Tom Pelissero, he does a podcast uh, called The Insiders, and even he indicated that if Sean Payton takes a job, it's looking like Denver will be the place that he goes to more than likely out of any of the other options. Not to mention, you look at the Arizona Cardinals, they just hired a general manager yesterday. Uh, so I, ideally, you know, if, for a guy like Sean Payton, you know, if there's a place that he's interested in going that doesn't have a GM, you'd think that they'd want to talk with him first, right? Now, George Payton's got a lot of great respect around the NFL, and Sean Payton has acknowledged and recognized that. Um, so I think Denver right now is probably the more appealing position to go to if you're Sean Payton, and the asking price is something that Den- Denver is willing to match. So um, I-, I think right now Sean Payton is the leading favorite. Can you see a Harbaugh-like scenario, though, with Sean Payton, where Payton goes, you know, I like the Fox gig. I like just, you know, going to play golf whenever I want to. I, I love the you know the laid-back life, Manhattan Beach, the new home and everything. He goes, you know what, it's been fun. It's been fun to have, be wanted. But I think I'm just going to sit back and do TV for another year. I mean, I think it's entirely possible. I wouldn't even rule that out at all. Um, I think it's very contingent upon is it the right situation for him to go to. That's what he's looking at, obviously, as the you know as a potential next coach for a team is the environment in which he's going going to be conducive to what he wants as a head coach. And I think ultimately that's probably going to be the biggest deciding factor. He is still set to meet with the Carolina Panthers, I think, a little bit later this week. I think on Friday, the Broncos will meet with Dan Quinn on Friday. So I imagine what we're going to find out, I think we're going to hear the announcement Monday morning, Jim. I think we're going to find out who the next Broncos head coach is going to be. My money would be on Sean Payton. All right. Cody Rourke, My Life Sports Radio.
Also, uh, Mile High Sports website, magazine, uh, joins us every Wednesday in the program to talk Broncos and NFL. So, Ajiro Vero, who is uh, interviewed for for several jobs uh, as, as a head coach. Atlanta Falcons want to interview him as a defensive coordinator. Broncos said no. Uh, it's got to be for a head coaching position. What do you think the future might be for Ajiro Avero, Broncos' current defensive coordinator? Yeah, this is a great question. Uh, it's kind of an unknown at this point. You know, part of me, part of me believes that he won't get a head coaching job in this cycle simply just because he was just a first year head coach. I mean, defensive coordinator, and you know, it is kind of a risk for teams to go first year. You know, going from a guy who's just a first year DC straight to a first year head coach. Obviously, Brandon Staley, it's worked out well for him, minus the losing in the playoffs. Um, but I think Evero maybe stays on as a D.C. for another year. That would be my estimation. And I do think that Broncos' ownership has, you know, kind of brought the idea because here's the deal. Broncos' defense has been a pretty good unit. Why, you know, when you, when you change a coaching staff, you don't want to tear that down. You don't want to reset that foundation that's been there. So, Broncos ownership has been kind of putting the bug in the ear that, you know, hey, if, in fact, you are the head coach, would you be opposed to keeping Giro Evero on as the defensive coordinator? Because you don't have to change the Broncos' defense much. They've been a pretty good unit. So um, I think that's the real dilemma as to where things are at. I personally believe that he stays another year um, as a D.C. My Life Sports Radio is Cody Rourke with us today on the Team Sports Network. But So you, you really feel like, Monday could be the day. Tell me why you're getting yep. that feeling. Uh, you know, it's just the way the wind blows. It's telling me that, you know, the final interviews will be wrapped up on Friday afternoon, and then you have time to go back and reset. I don't know if Denver's flying out to uh, to San Francisco to – well, actually, they may stay out there because D'Amico – they're interviewing D'Amico Runs. They may just right. stay in San Francisco and interview both of them um, in the same area. So – um, I imagine that they're going to conclude that interview, fly back, and then probably you know have a conference on the plane ride back to Denver. Uh, and then I imagine they're you know then at that point, that's where Greg Penner, George Payton, Rob Walton. I mean, they get on the phone with Mickey Loomis, the New Orleans Saints. If that if Sean Payton is the guy, for example, and that's where they orchestrate and try to negotiate there. So what happens is if they they do that, and then let's say Sean Payton is the guy, they negotiate with Mickey Loomis, they agree to terms. Then after that, the Broncos can negotiate a contract with Sean Payton. They can't actively do that right now. They, especially as they, you know, they had the interview. They can't talk compensation, anything like that. Um, but after a trade happens, if it were Payton, they would have to be able. They would then be able to do just that. So, um, I think we find out Monday morning press conference either Tuesday or Wednesday. Have you heard anything about the conversation that? A Greg Penner and and the ownership group, the, the search committee, if you will, had with Sean Payton yesterday. Is there anything coming out about that and how that went? Because I'm not seeing, I haven't not seen anything really. really. Yeah, we're not. Like, so I would say George Payton and Rob Walt, uh, Rob Penner, mainly Greg Penner and George Payton. They, uh, it's a very, it's not a. There's not a lot of loose lips going around there um, in Denver. There's a lot of tight knit stuff. They don't want to let too much information get out. And if you remember, like last year, when they were doing the head coaching search, they would, the social media account would tweet out, we've wrapped up an interview with so-and-so. They're not doing that this year. Um, they want to keep everything tight-lipped. Uh, it's, it's definitely the preference of Greg Penner. So 
we'll, we'll see how things go. But from what I do know, the only thing I do know is that they believe that it went well. That's it. <laughs> I guess that's all we need to know at this point yeah. in time. Until I was, like, I was it, like, well, you know, I was like, I could say that. You know, I could say that my interaction with the, you know, the the, the mailman went well. Like, I, I could say all that sure. stuff, but. Um, who, who knows, like, behind closed doors. I think Sean Payne's been very open in the national media about the process, which I I think is great for football fans to kind of hear. But it's also, you see it as well. Like, you see Colin Coward even saying, oh, Denver doesn't have a first-round pick. It's like, do, do guys pay attention at Yeah, all? I, I, like, I caught that. I'm going, wait a minute. Yeah, yeah, they do. They they, they got the one from Miami, you know, for the, the trade of uh, Bradley Chubb. Some of these national media guys, they don't pay too much attention to everything, apparently. But um, from what I know is that they really they like they like Sean Payton. Um, things have, like the interview went well. Um, we'll find out a little bit more, I think, a little bit later this week. We probably might find out more after they interview Dan Quinn. Two quick questions for you about this weekend, the divisional round. Number one, where you see the biggest upset occurring. And number two, of the quarterbacks left... Where would you rank Brock Purdy? Ooh, that's a tough one. Uh, in terms of, like, upset, I feel like the Giants are going to snake the Eagles this weekend. I think that they're going to I, – I, I'm a big believer in the first-round bye curse, which doesn't really, I think, benefit teams outside allowing them to get healthy. But everybody else has been playing, so they're battle-ready. They're battle I think the Giants are going to upset the Eagles this weekend. Um for Brock Purdy, this is a great question. Uh, you know, I'd say statistically, he's probably in the top five in right now out of all those quarterbacks, statistically in terms of efficiency. But that, that's hard to read. I think he's playing really, really well on Kyle Shanahan's system. And I don't see too many flaws in his game. I think that sometimes, he, you know, in this past week against Seattle, I felt like he was definitely a little over-aggressive on some things. Um, but man, I tell you, when he when he gets going and everything is rolling, he is he's actually kind of fun to watch. There's a situation where, heck, you know, they just traded for Trey Lance. I don't even know if Trey Lance is going to be the starter next year with yeah. Brock Purdy, which is wild to think because Mr. Revolving versus you know a uh, top three pick that is crazy. But this, you know, some people have equated this to being like a Tom Brady situation all over again. I can say Brock Purdy just seems to be a really good fit for what Kyle Shanahan tries to do. He's accurate. Uh, he just seems like a, a smart guy. Reads defense as well for a, a guy that's a rookie quarterback. Yeah, I just I I, I really like Brock Purdy. I'm I'm a big fan of what he's uh, shown us so far. Uh, particularly what we've seen, obviously in in, in this playoff uh, uh, run for the, the San Francisco 49ers. Read his work uh, and also listen to him. Mile High Sports Radio. You can uh, do both at uh, milehighsports.com. Cody Rourke joins us every Wednesday. 